and welcome back to our Chip Coo podcast. I'm Manisha and in this podcast we're going to be talking about getting your first job. What's it going to be like? What is the new norm due to the global pandemic and how to prepare for your first day? Like last week, I spoke to Rahan and Adrian and invited them again today to share their knowledge and experience on the topic. Prior to the pandemic, your first day was quite simple, but now things have changed. We want to keep you updated with new challenges you may face on your first day. So this podcast will help you prepare for your future, let you know what to expect, and most importantly, assure you that your first day is nothing to get nervous about. Just in case you missed last week's podcast, I'd like to start off by introducing Rahan and Adrian themselves. Perfect. Thank you so much, Manisha, for giving me opportunity. I'm Rahan Haq. I'm in the professional capacity from the last 15 years. Currently, I'm working as a global head for cyber transformation. And I'm from the last nearly 10 years, I'm interacting with Mandy's as a hiring manager. That's great. Adrian, what about you? Um, well, I, I introduced myself first. I'm Adrian Cowderoy. I've been working um, in IT since about 1982. Um, I've worked for 15 different companies, three of my own, and I've watched countless people starting work. So you've had 15 first days, so you'll be exactly up there with your knowledge. <laughs> so do you guys remember planning your first day? What did you wear? What did you expect? Did you arrive on time? Yes. Um, how could I forget that time? These were early days, um, unforgettable memories. I was really nervous because I, I was in the UK as an international student. I did degree. So as I had different values and um, different thought process, a, a, a really shy person, it was difficult based on and working for a company in the UK, especially in London. It's a different pressure. So yeah, definitely I, I was proactively, I try my best to plan as much as I can as far as traveling is concerned. I used to live in East London and my job was in central London. I wanted to save costs instead of tube underground. I, I took bus, I used to take buses. Um, as, um, as, as far as thoughts are concerned, it was uh, from, a, from a business clothing I preferred, even though it was, um, uh, it was a business casual, but I made sure that I'm in a business, um, uh, business uh, uh, formal business tracing. I did some research about more company, what I could be asking, and yes, some about me making sure interacting with people. So that was my thought process. That's great. Um, so, Adrian, what about you? Were you were there any fa challenges that you faced on your first day that you had to overcome? Oh, I didn't know what to expect. I really had nothing to base this on, um, and it was nowhere near. As I had, it was three hours drive to get to get to um, to where the company was, and um, I didn't know anybody in the area. They arranged for me to stay overnight um, in a farmhouse. Um, which turned out to be full of mud and things we don't really want to smell. I arrived at work. I had my tie on. I looked. I tried to look as professional as possible. But I'd never been into, never worked in a big office environment, and it was just hundreds and hundreds of people there, all doing their own bits and pieces. Um, and trying to understand it all was some um, interesting challenge. Wow! So not your first, not your normal average first day then. Did they introduce you to everyone? Do you remember their names, what their job roles were? Well, they walked me round to our end of the office where there was about um, eight, ten people and it introduced me to, to those. The rest of them was just sort of, 
a wave of an arm is the there. Um, is uh, since then I've been in all sorts of different jobs. Sometimes they try showing me around everybody. It's absolutely impossible to remember all those names. I, I think it really it's not that they don't really expect you as a candidate, as a newcomer, to understand um, and remember everybody. It's more politeness. It's more a way of, of making sure other people understand, recognize your face. So when they come up and talk to you, it's, it's easier. And as far as myself is concerned, um, there are definitely key, few key challenges. I did degree in information security and uh, there's a different type of people. There's sometimes geeks, sometimes business people who are so interactive, social, social, social. It was a bit difficult for me because of my language, even as international students, sometimes you, you underestimate yourself or sometimes you think you can do it. But when you go on ground, that's a different mindset. People are expecting you to be like them. That's, that's where language, understanding the expectations was a bit difficult uh, in early days. And my job was, uh, one of the key elements of my job was to interact with clients, different clients across your, uh, across uh, UK. So that was another pressure. But luckily, uh, and I'm, I was so happy that my team, my, especially my land manager was so good. He took me through and, 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 and got me introduced with many, many people. And I try my best not to talk too much, try to be a listener so I can bind some time and build some confidence. So, yes, it was, it was uh, definitely an amazing time. And um, gradually I, came, I, I overcome those, those problems. I relaxed myself, came out from panic time uh, by interacting more and uh, talking to, uh, with, with few people within team. So from going off what you've both told me, you both had very different first days of work. We have Adrian in a, in a farm here and then Rahan, obviously, a normal work environment in London. Um, so I guess just how that's just how it is now. Everyone's got different first days um, and we have to find new ways of coping. So what happened once things had settled down? Um, what was the first thing that you had to do, if you can remember? So if I, if, I, if I take you through, guys, um, that listening is so important because you, are, you need to interact with people. You need to pass information. You need to grab information. So the more you spend time in, in you building your listening skills, that would be really good. Because that came, I was, my ear was listening so much information from different ways. I was trying to grab everything, but that's not the practical, smart approach. So the more you focus, the more you proactive, um, exp understand expectation from, from different team member, from business team, from, a, from your colleagues. That's so important. And after spending some time, I realized and, uh, that what, and I define what good looks like when you join a company. So first of all, you need to understand who you are, what value you would be adding. In our language, we call it the elevator pitch. Try your best to have something which can explain in 30 to 40 seconds. Try to rehearse at home four, five, ten times so you can start building confidence and you believe that who you are. And people like to assess your body language. It's indeed, so important to focus on body language because you have been observed by different people. Try your best to be on time or it would be good if you show up a bit early. And as, as, as I said, and in any job, we interact with people. Interaction is so important. So smile on your face. And start believing by understanding who you are 
and say hi or hello to other people or your team member, that's give a confidence. So the, the time you have a smile automatically is a ripple effect of people got a smile on face. If I talk about some practical steps, try to put uh, your mobile phone on silent and please don't turn down any lunch. You will be, you will be asked a few times in the first a month, you, almost every day your team will ask you to go on the lunch. Don't refuse them. Don't turn them request down. And show genuine interest in everyone and the company by understanding, researching, interacting uh, with, with your team, asking questions. So these things would be highly recommended, which I learned, by the way, um, after spending a month there. I'm remembering my, um, my first day and, and what happened. And Rehan, when you were talking about um, listening, oh, you're so right, is I was a terrible listener. I wanted to talk, talk, talk. The very first course, um, formal course they sent me on was one for listening, um, which was a kind of a subtle way of putting it. Um, but it's the first bits I got is they put me down on a desk and they gave me literally thousands of pages of documents to read. Um, great, huge, great big manuals with big spirals um, inside of them. Um, and uh, slowly trying to work my way around it, trying to understand what, what would happen, what, how the whole thing worked. And you, it's, it's when you see that quantity, you realize just what a tiny little part of it you are. My work consisted of about three pages out of several thousand. Okay, great. So preparing for your first day. So bearing in mind coronavirus at the time and new challenges that have been put in place. Um, Rahan, what should people now expect on their first day and what advice would you give for preparing, obviously due to COVID-19? Hmm. Thanks, Manisha. That's really, really um, key questions because it has been changed 360 degree. COVID-19 comes with unique challenges. We were not fully prepared. That's why it was difficult to, to accommodate ourselves, companies, and you, we went into a confused state because it has changed the way we were used to do business and work. And as a ripple effect, it, 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 as, a, as a trickle down, you can say, as a domino effect, it affects our life. Now there's no difference between your personal life and your work life by, because we are working remotely or working from home. So, we all did our best to adjust schedules to accommodate team, home, client situation, because everyone used to, we work in an environment, we have a global team, US, India, um, uh, this um, Europe and UK. So that's a different time zone we are working. So if I would strongly recommend when you're joining in any organization in any time zone, make sure you turn up on time Every second organization has to have a meeting. So when it comes on meeting, you have to go online. So we normally use Google Meet, Microsoft Teams, or Zoom. And when you use any, any tool, you, it shows you whether you're online, you're offline. Try your best if you have to start nine or eight, try your best to be a bit earlier. Go through your, your emails to make sure you're online. So your manager can get confidence that you're online and start interacting with them. Working hour has been changed. Do your best to book an hour, a couple of hours in your diary where you can focus what work, all the work you can do. So because sometimes it happens, not all the time, that every uh, most of we spend time on meetings. So so it's uh, and booking a couple of hours give you freedom or privilege to complete your tasks and make sure to take your lunch break because it's so important for your mental health and your well-being. 
we normally forget sometimes we are so much involved into our work you can it can focus out from your body from your mind but you have to be prepared that you can't do work if you're mentally not fit it affects your body your physical body so that would be on a high level i would be happy to advise manisha thank you so much raha and that was really good advice actually um so adrian what do you think well, thinking about it now with the, the whole COVID around, it's quite different. It's, over the last year and a half, I've worked with dozens of different people and a whole load of them had first days. And then I never met them afterwards. They literally, our entire existence was online. So you had a, a whole different sequence when people joined. It's, it's first of all, it was just to make sure they had the technology sort set up so that they can actually do the various bits and pieces. They can see the emails, they can join the meetings. And then what we tended to do was to pull them into meetings as quickly as possible, uh, preferably one-to-ones, just to better chat um, informally with the person, is, is um, get a, a familiar voice, a familiar face, and then pull them into other meetings. No expectations, just allow them to see us working um, and bring them on a, a, a step at a time. Um, and people, act, people cope with it really well. Um, one of the keys, though, is to try to encourage people um, to make contact with each other. is when you're in an office, you can go around and talk to somebody. You, you stand by the desk or meet them in a corridor. When you're working online, um, there's not the equivalent. And it's really important to, um, to set up those little 15-minute calls with people, all sorts of different people, just to say hi and to chat. And if they're any kind of good working environment, they'll respond really enthusiastically. And don't worry about not remembering people's names and the rest. It, do, it really doesn't matter. It's your catch-up with, with all that later. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you there. Um, so I think a huge change in this pandemic is obviously independent learning. Um, I'd say nowadays you have to learn for yourself, you know, use your own initiative. And the best ways you can do that on your first day is obviously, of course, as you both have said, listen to everything, um, ask questions, etc. But it's safe to assume that many people don't have these skills. Um, they don't allow them themselves to be as involved as they want to be. Um, so for example, from the start of 2020, nearly everything was done online. You know, we had virtual meetings, interviews, internships. Now, near enough, everything went online. So how will people come out of this, you know, get out of their comfort zone and move into the workplace as not every job will continue to work from home? Perfect. Thanks, Manisha. It's, it's, it's a great uh, topic you, you're talking about. So how we, if we can utilize the current time. I personally believe that today's environment is, is once in a lifetime situation which is rich in possibilities for those who are prepared and can evolve. It's just like a great, right now, the current time is, is it's just like a great pause. Everything is static. So just like a, it's time has is static, you can utilize this time to improve yourself. The time we expect, ex, ex, expecting in COVID, uh, uh, post-COVID time, it would be changing faster than ever. And COVID-19 has no doubt has accelerated it. We as, as a professional or the people who would be coming into the market, as a learner, young learner, they need to be good, they need to be standout, and the skills will give them a, a, a game changer attitude. Different research we have from World Economic Forum think tanks that 40 to 50% skills would be replaced by the new skills. We need to identify what those skills are and utilize current time. So I strongly recommend this is the best time for all of us to equip with the new skills, what good looks like for our career. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, some really valid points there. 
Um, so Adrian, what would you say in terms of reskilling and upskilling for the future, not just in regards to their first day, but in general? It's absolutely fundamental. It was all, it was fundamental before COVID, and it's becoming even more um, as things move forward. Because for the reasons Rayhan talked about, is is what's happened is one of those key moments in in human history when all sorts of things change, and you've got to have a period for five, ten years after this, when um, when all sorts of standard conventional things turn upside down and, and rearrange themselves, and with that come opportunities. But for you to make the best of those opportunities, you need to, um, to work on your skills. And it's not just the skills, it's the experience of using those skills. You can learn a, a new tool, a new method, um, but what's, what's critical is where can you apply them? Is, do you know the limitations of them? Do you know where they're good? Do you know how to adapt them? Do you know how to, um, to make it work for a completely different context? Do you know how to tra train other people inside them? Um, those are the kind of things you need to do and keep flexible because this isn't just about you in this current job you're going to have to change um, is your current job will disappear at some stage um, or it will morph into something completely different you need to be able to adapt or adapt to that maybe at some stage you're actually going to want to change your career I've changed my career a couple of times um, hey, it, it's, it's an option there open for you and it's part of your security in the future yeah, of course. Um, so what do you think that companies are doing to overcome these challenges, obviously, because of the pandemic and helping young people at this time? So how do you think companies are preparing people for their first day? So, Manisha, uh, as I said before, this is the perfect time who, for, do, for those who are prepared, who can involve. It's a great once in a lifetime opportunity. So there are many companies who understood and working and supporting young people. So as far as Chipcoop Labs is concerned, we understand what skills are in demand and how we can, you guys, or we as, as a community can keep pace. As a platform, we help young, work, young workforce to gain professional skills and firsthand project experience from industry experts and mentors. We offer uh, we offer as a platform to the to young workforce to upskill through remote internship in meeting the evolving demand of the corporate world. So one way Chipku can help learners, you or Generation Y and Z is through, as I said before, internship program. We offer three different type of internship, virtual or remote internship program. The first one is the one-day internship, which is designed to give an, uh, an insight of the mentoring and skill building services. And the second one which we offer is the virtual internship program, which provides the opportunity to learn from industry leaders how to carve career journey into the corporate world and be prepared based on the corporate need and demand. Thank you so much, Rohan, for that, actually. Um, Adrian, what about you? What do you think? I agree with what Rohan has been talking about. Um, it's, it is absolutely. And, and add one thing is have confidence in yourself. Is this is a wonderful this is a wonderful opportunity. There's all sorts of exciting things going to happen. But you'll also have downs, you'll have all sorts of other moments. So believe in yourself um, and, and enjoy the ride. Thank you. <laughs> um thank you both so much.
sharing your knowledge your experience and just like last week you both have really helped me understand what to expect and how to prepare for my first day post covid um, and that concludes our second podcast if you have any topics or any questions that you'd like us to discuss please email info at chipku.com or reach out on our social media platforms at chipku labs and stay tuned for our next podcast thank you